What's up, everybody? It's your main man, Bennett, back here and again, and welcome to another installment of the All About It podcast. Thank you for joining me today, and I, with, I won't even, I won't even, uh, I won't even waste your time with a bunch of blah, blah, blah. It's Ariel. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. It's Ariel. I'm here. Welcome to the show. Show. Welcome to the show. We couldn't be happier to have you, and I think we, we should... We couldn't be happier, we could be happier. Could be? Could be. Shouldn't shouldn't be happier. We shouldn't we shouldn't be happier than we are. I don't know why. We're just we're in, are you in a good mood? I'm in a good yeah, mood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? You know, why it's not? one of those days where it's just it pays off to be in a good mood. Does it? So anyway, can move right along. I know you got the weekend review. You right. wanna you, you know the buzzer goes off as as the I say. The buzzer goes off, our oven is flaming hot. So I want to start this episode right from the start. Okay. And I want to announce the winner of a free print, courtesy of the Ariel Vey uh, print shop. So, you well, slap that thigh, boy. Went back, collected all of the reviews. And as we do, if you're unfamiliar, we like to give away stuff on this show. We love to give away stuff. It's it's not something we do often, but that doesn't mean that we don't like doing it. Yeah. (laughs) So, announcing the winner of a free print, it is at Beth LeShiver. Beth LeShiver. Chever. Chever. The winner! Wow! Yay! So I didn't. We don't want to. We didn't want to keep you in suspense. I think the last time we announced it towards the end of the episode, that's yeah. a little too deep. Now you you can literally just turn the episode off. Do you want to read her review that she left for us? By the way, if you're new here, sometimes we'll pick people that left reviews and we'll give away prints. Right. This is the second time we've done it. So her <laughs> subject line, of course, five stars. We only accept five star ratings. Uh, otherwise, what's the point? <laughs> Couple goals. Ariel and Bennett are the cutest couple. I love listening to how they laugh and have fun together. Their podcast is a breath of fresh air, and I've enjoyed every episode. Have you listened to every episode? That's kind of a, I mean, it's an exaggeration. But we didn't even choose you. You were random, number generated, selected, and uh, good on you. We appreciate you. Good on you for that. I'm in hearing that I'm so glad that we save up all of our good energy that we have with each other just for the show. Right. <laughs> if that makes sense. So you're the winner. You're the big winner. Uh, winner, winner. Chicken print dinner. And uh, I guess we can move on to the week in review, Woo! right? Woo! I got it. Ah, baby, she's got it. San Diego. Okay, Vidal Sassoon. So Vidal Sassoon. Um, great hair products. I actually don't know. So the print shop turned three. On Thursday, I wish I'm I had. So sorry. I wish I had Friday. a soundboard. That's a one one of my big regrets with this show yeah. is I don't have a soundboard in front of me that I can push a button and it's like a kazoo. Well, or like a wee wee. The soundboard is just you because you just stole my um. You stole my flame. You stole my fire. You stole my um, stole, bright shining star. I stole all of the elements. I was trying to talk about the print shop turning three, and you were like, "I wish I had a soundboard. Why don't I have a soundboard? Why? Why? Forget what you're saying." Why don't I have a soundboard? <laughs> well, my beard hurts. I still... <laughs> speechless, speechless. 
Speechless in Seattle. So as so, you, as you were saying before, I so rudely interrupted with something very important. No, go sounds... ahead. What? Anything else about uh, funny noises no, that you I could be making? I have nothing else to say or add until later. I need to inter- It has to be an interruption. Okay, right. The print shop turned three. Yes. Wow. July 17th, 2017, we embarked on that journey. And it's been rolling. It's been happening. It's been growing. Uh, Gotta give it up to Bargles for handling all of the admin, customer care, putting the orders in. I mean, he truly is the backbone. And uh, your girl here just takes, she just takes the shots, literally and figuratively. So... That is, uh, that's what we have going on this week. It was oh, it's kind all, of... It's all you. I'm the, you know, behind every great woman is a guy. Or an enchilada, whatever, however you, you want to say you it. Just equa- you just equated me, who a human man, to <laughs> an enchilada. Like, that's I'm, um, I'm equivalent to something that you eat and then will eat again. Right, so think about who you married for a second. I want you to think long and hard about what you just said and how dare you Actually, even you question know, you know you know what thank you for putting me in my place i don't know i i was speaking out of turn that's right and to be in the same vicinity the same arena as a chicken enchilada specifically yeah, uh-huh. is it or is it enchiladas in general it could be a cheese uh-huh. could be just a sour cream enchilada perhaps could it be a, a uh, a roy com camarón could going. be a roy con poi. Get on with it. Could be could be an avocado enchilada. To be in the same vicinity as that would is a tremendous honor. I am so sure. Thank God. So there was that. You know, print shop turning three. Can't believe it. Time flies when you're having so much fun. Uh, we went to In and Out last night. I feel like we've been saying we go to In and Out every week now. You we, were, we do. You were on the phone with your dad while we were in line, and, and you were explaining to him how often we've gone. And you were so, so exaggerating about how often we don't go. What are you talking about? You were like, oh, we go like once a month. And I'm I did not. Yeah, you did. No, I You said, were like, Jer, it's once a month, and that's it. I, I to, be, to be fair, I said we go between one and two times a month in your bra you're kidding was that an exaggeration i think it's uh, i think we've been once a week since february look what is with all these ratios okay what's the percentages and averages we're in a we're in a quarantined uh pandemic if you haven't noticed oh really and it's july but it's also (laughs) march because march never ended (laughs) I time stood still. It's been March for five months. Yeah. Has it only been four? I don't even know. I learned how to play piano. Like I learned how I'm to not, be sad. I'm not gloating, but right. I'm just saying, like enough time has passed where so, I've learned the scales. If right. you know what I mean. Speaking of uh, sensitive people in public, <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, listen. We're in line at In and Out, and. All of a sudden, I you see, don't have to listen, shame somebody. I'm not shaming anybody. Can shame. I can I tell my freaking story? I listen, listen. Okay, so we're in line at In and Out, and if you haven't been out to a drive-through establishment that's quite popular lately, the line has been excruciatingly long. 
it moves fast. It moves fast. I got to give it to it's them. It's more of like an optical illusion. It seems it like, oh, wow, there's like 100 people in front of me. But nah, it, So the problem yeah. is the line is longer. Therefore, anyone who is parked in spaces has a hard time pulling out. That's what she said. So this lady, <laughs> this lady in her uh, CRV that has a rhinestoned framed license plate might i add God, the details that you choose to go on i i uh have a picture memory like okay? a rhinestone cow girl okay you said person okay so this woman and man are in a car because i don't know if her guy was or her brother i don't know oh so it's She's, a cu- it's a couple uh, maybe i don't know perhaps She's driving, but by the time we get a little closer, I notice that she is physically, she's driving. She's in the driver's seat and her car is in drive and she's next to the establishment. She's waiting for someone to back out so she can pull in, but I've never seen someone in a car that was in drive mode have such a physical reaction Hmm. behind the driver's seat. I see. She was pissed. She was pissed. And you know when people are really mad in the car and they like go forward and then pull backwards and then it's like really jerky movements to get into a spot? Oh, I've, I've been when they're in mad. that car. I've been in that car. You've been, I, me too. Right. Me too. Uh, not behind the wheel. Um, so anyway. Oh, yeah. Not behind the wheel. You're no, so, no, no. You're so. You, you, you know what? You are so golden. You're going to get it you're later. so good. You're goody, gonna... goody. Goody, goody. Miss Goody, sorry. Go Are you okay? <laughs> yeah. You know what? I'm not well. Uh, so anyway, we got our in and out, but we did want to update you on our latest orders. This is a good. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and uh, Miss High Maintenance oh, I'm, I'm tell pull- them tell I'm them what you up, like? I'm pulling up to the pulling up to the guy or girl girl in the girl. When he sounds a little muffled now because they're protected, they're wearing their masks. Which is great. I really appreciate it. And the line moves fast, as mentioned. Right now, now, the order is a double single. You're going to have to explain what that is. Double, double single is a double double, but you take off a piece of cheese. Because why do I need two pieces of cheese in my life? I don't. One is doing just fine. Does the trick. <laughs> Is that crazy? No, no, I love it. So double single, yeah. you, you get the double single with the grilled onions. Also, animal style fries are good, but I, I think just for me, just the fries, and then a diet coke with light ice. Say that last part one more time. So diet coke, of course, everyone diet coke with light ice. With night ice. Light ice. Light ice. Light like a little bit, like a little like if you don't ask for light ice. <laughs> They give you much ice. <laughs> like you have, if you ask, just hey, can I just okay. get, can I just get it? It's either with ice, in which case, enjoy your ice. Why even go to the store to buy ice when you can just go to a In and Out and order a nothing, and they'll give you 10, 20 pounds of ice in your cup. The first time that that I went and picked up In and Out for us, and you asked me to ask for that for you. I was like, absolutely not. There's no way I'm going to request light ice. But now, last night we were saying, like, we're so much more comfortable just saying what we want instead of 
being fearful of what they might think of our order. It's like, who gives a rip what who, they think? Yeah, who cares? Who cares what they think? How many years did we spend... Caring I'll, I'll what speak, they think. I'll speak for myself. How many years did I spend getting a double-double when I really wanted a double single and there I just didn't have the balls it's the to same, ask for it? It's the same amount of words. I don't want all the ice. I want one or two ice cubes. Just right. one or two. Well, you can't say that. You just have to say light ice. I want light ice. And don't muff, don't don't slur your words. Don't I want a double single like with not. light ice. And then what do you get? Lately, I've been getting a hamburger... But protein style and animal style. So a hamburger right. animal style protein And style. I may have mentioned this, you know, in a different episode, but it's worth mentioning again. Hamburger, so no cheese, because I'm dairy-free now. And animal style is their spread, which probably has mayonnaise in it. Oops. Mixed with onions, and it's great. Lettuce wrapped just for me. And I'll get fries because I'm omitting the bread. It's a great place. It's a great it's establishment. Great place. Can have a hundred people in line. Moves right along. Honestly, that's all I have for this week. It has been such a weird couple of weeks for me personally. I just wanted to drop a line into this episode and say, if you're feeling weird or off or not on your game, I'm with you. <laughs> All that to say, uh, I'm I'm going through the motions. I'm riding the waves of not feeling uh, 100%, which is totally fine. So I know in the past I've mentioned how I've felt at certain moments, and I've gotten messages from people saying that they felt the same, or it may be, you know, maybe we were just vibed for a minute on that feeling, and just wanted to throw it out there. I'm not not in my groove. Embargo's nose. <laughs> I think we all we all empathize. We're not always in our yeah. best groove. Yeah. You know what I like to do? I like to put on music. I know that helps. Putting on or trying to like just zen out. Should we talk about our sad time? Yeah. <laughs> so right around three thirty on the <laughs> this week. Is so, <laughs> this is so. It's, no, this might work for listen, somebody. Somebody might be like, listen. "That's a great idea." It's not. It's horrible. I think it's a good idea. Okay, right around 3.30 every day, coincidentally, I start to feel a little bit down. And <laughs> we started calling it sad time. And as it's, it's kind of a silly thing between the two of us where we're like, oh, who's, you know, how's it feeling right now? Are we feeling good? Do we, do we need an airplane ride? Do we need a piggyback ride, perhaps? And hey, listen. Maybe a walk? I know a lot of you out there think Bargles is some big, tough man. And I am. <laughs> but this big, tough man has big, tough feelings, too. Is that fair? Oh, my God. So, sad time is not just for the ladies. It's also for uh, All right. the men. All right. No, three... That's the end of my spiel. No, I think 3.30, 3.30 is sad time. Schedule it. So that instead of being surprised by why do I feel a little down... I think... You schedule it and you go, okay... Right now is the time I'm supposed to be sad. If you don't feel sad, hey, that's a bonus. Okay. But if you, but then you feel sad in the sad time, and then you get to move on. Okay, listen. I think that I don't want to have sad time anymore. I think that's the point. That's I want to. I want to take it off the schedule. Let's do it. I don't want to have anybody schedule sad time. Fair enough. Okay. Fair that's enough. All. That's all. <laughs> I like that. Hey, and you know what isn't 
sad time at all is when you tune into the All About It podcast oh, because this show is zero sad time unless you're sad right now, in which case, you know, I, I'm we're there, we're here, <laughs> we're here, we're there for we're there for you. And the good part about that is that occasionally, approximately at this part of the stage of the episode, there may in fact be some plausible uh, research that can dictate that yes the episode topic is close at hand so what is that episode topic i do not know what is today's episode all about today's episode is all about our most nervous moments oh i don't even i feel nervous just thinking talking our most nervous moments could i say that 10 times Yes. Probably slowly. I think you could. Okay. Bargles. Yes. What makes you nervous? Dare I say AF? Uh, you know, it's honestly a really hard question for me because I've done such a good job of kind of insulating myself and my life in such a way where I don't, you know, I don't even knowingly put myself in that many positions to right. feel a certain level of anxiety or, or pressure or what what have you. Right. Uh, but you I avoid ha- nervous moments. Well, yeah. I mean, to it's kind of like, do I avoid them or do they just not happen or do they happen and I'm just unaffected by them? I don't know. I don't think you've... I don't know. I don't think there have been too many crazy moments where you've had to feel nervous, if I had to say. Yeah, I mean, just the typical stuff that most people go through, like job interviews and presentations right. well, and occasional, you know, dentist appointments speaking and of things that, of that nature. Don't get ahead of yourself, Bargles. I have a whole list of things I need to ask you. Oh, my God. And now this week on the ASCA. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not a colonel nor uh, the guy from KFC. You are a lieutenant. You are Lieutenant Dan. I wore a shirt today that looked like a Renaissance cowgirl. Okay, so. Uh, what is it? Oh, all right. We, just, we yeah, can't, can't hang just out. Just let me say that I was a Renaissance cowgirl and you need to move on. Okay. We need to so, move on. Some of the top nervous feelings most does that make sense most nervous feelings yeah i, I understand I, it sounds weird yeah, but most okay. nervous i'm gonna throw out a couple things at you and the first one throw them i will catch them i'm doubtful uh I am, I am a pro sportsman <laughs> how do you feel about doing taxes does doing taxes make you nervous no or are you so confident in your bookkeeping abilities that you're good i think it's a combination of multiple factors uh but more specifically, yeah, I, numbers don't phase me. Mm. I think there's it's a deadline, it's yeah. a due date, it's money, which is kind of a pain yeah. in the ass. So there's like a part of that, yeah. but it's also like death and taxes. Right. You have to pay. Inevitable. You have to pay them. It is what it is. Get the math right, and um, you know, game. You know, gaming the system kind of hurts you both ways. Mm. So why why like you know cheat yourself and just tell the truth? Tell the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Okay, how do you feel about riding on airplanes? In airplanes. I, airplanes, hmm, you know, overall, fine. Fine with it. But I do feel that little bit of trepidation when there is turbulence. What about takeoff and landing? Hmm. No. 
Takeoff. You've told me before that maybe something is. Ta- takeoff. I love it. Landing. I do have like a moment of. Uh, ooh, ah. Right. Oh, right. Whoa. Whoa. I do clench. I, I clench, but I'm not yes. worried. Not worried. Not worried I, on either. I hold my breath, but I'm not scared. Chances of a car accident are much higher. I have to go to the bathroom, but I don't get up, you know? Right. <laughs> okay. Um, I love riding on airplanes. I think it's so fun. And usually for, for a good time, you know? I love it. I think we need to ride in more trains. Yeah, I love a good train. I think we all know that. <laughs> How do you feel about locking doors? Cars, front door... Does that make you nervous to maybe think like, oh, I didn't lock the door or... No. See, that's where we differ. I'm such a... I'm so... What's it called when you think about something like that too much? Uh, like, not pessimistic, but... Uh, no, no, it's not because I don't assume that we're just going to get totally screwed. I mean, but... I, I've lived for the longest time with the feeling that when you lock your door while you're inside you're kind of locking yourself in not locking outside stuff out uh but you can ease if you need to get out you can easily just unlock it and open the door right that's your perspective i look at it like you're but but it's kind of like if no one ever comes to your door what's the point of locking it right so you're locking yourself in you're not really locking anything anyone out because no one's coming to your door and like trying jiggling the doorknob and that is one of the things that i like about living here is that our all of our front doors in our community are kind of hidden right it's kind of really hard to find you wouldn't come here unless you were here on purpose it's really hard to find and every whenever we get have a delivery the person is like where is this apartment like i have no idea they're all in weird different places right even delivery people that i feel like have been here yeah multiple times and i i mean i don't blame them it's it's strange it's definitely set up weird so it is awkward uh all right well i uh i have to get up and check the door every single night bargles knows and I'm really weird about locking I don't, the car. You know, I don't mind it. I don't know, it's not something I get hung He's up He's like, on. yeah, just leave it unlocked and uh, we'll be fine. It's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I understand. I, I'm not saying you're crazy for, okay. for locking the door. I'm just, how, you know. how do you feel when a cop is driving behind you or near you? I mind my P's and Q's. You've never felt like a little oh, on edge? Ab- absolutely. Okay. I felt like, oh, I should probably adjust. Right. There's always this, oh, whatever I was doing, I should probably adjust. Maybe I need to slow down. Maybe I need to do something. I, I, I definitely adjust. I feel like as I've gotten a little older, I adjust less. I was I, just going to say I that. I feel like an abrasive adjustment would actually kind of tip you off. Like if you're trying to appear like, oh, I'm a cool driver, they don't actually look for you. They don't care. No, it's not about you. No. They, yeah. They, you're they're just, not looking for you're that. You're one of one million That's cars. That's how I think see. of it. Yeah. You're, they're going to see a million. The only way that you're going to set yourself apart is if you're in a flashy color, if you're weaving in and out of traffic. If like, your brake light is out. Yeah, there's very specific If your things. registration isn't up to date. Like they're, all really weird things. They're given a few dozen makes and models that they're looking for yeah on on average on a given day yeah. they're, they're looking for like that miata they're yeah. looking our, for uh, yeah. our corolla isn't one of them okay right the there's cor- a million of our car. there's a million corolla sports yeah. good luck good luck good, good luck good freaking luck everybody okay smoky smoky okay does the thought or experience of choosing a dish to order 
for breakfast, lunch, or dinner at a restaurant or for takeout, does that ever make you feel nervous or any Mm. sort of like, um, what am I going to pick? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Occasionally. Really? Yeah, occasionally there's some some times where there's a little, uh, not anxiety, that's too strong a word, but a little like, oh, I kind of want this, but then I order something else. And then, I don't know, I'm, I'm... I'm 50-50 on if it works right. out. I kind of, at this stage in my life, I like trying new things, and I'm willing to take the the ramifications on if I don't like it. But right. I think for the majority of my 20s, there was, you know, I was going to order probably the same stuff. Right. Instead of venturing and getting something that might have been a little more, you know, weird. Like a like a chilequiles as a breakfast dish is probably a great example. I never would have discovered how wonderful it is without kind of venturing out. I knew what it was, but I didn't, I wouldn't order it. I'd get like a classic American breakfast. Right. I'd get that nine times out of 10. So now I get this, now I try and get this other thing and it's, I mean, Chili Killies is si magnifique. The bomb. Uh, It would, it would really screw up my tummy at this point because I can't do eggs and I can't do cheese anymore. Right. Well, cheese is an essential component. It really uh, isn't. That's true. It could use some, you know, queso fresco or some uh, But a great, a great chilaquiles has uh, the fried eggs. Right. Yeah. It does. Okay, so. Yes. Can't avoid that. I, I'm with you, Bargles. Uh, so another one I have on here is sketchy looking rides at a fair or an amusement park. I've, one that looks like rickety. Do you know I've, what I mean? I've only been in that scenario a handful I can't even really think of does that make you nervous I don't really do carnivals and but stuff de- but does that feeling make you nervous an unfamiliar ride yes that looks like it's about to fall down and it's, it's from the 1930s even if it's the uh, Tower of Terror redone as the oh, Guardians really? of the Galaxy drop ride that makes you nervous oh yeah and, <gasps> I've, and I I've I remember I didn't know like I could I knew what to expect right. and I still felt like a little like oh I don't know what to expect <gasps> even though like I d- totally did that is the definition of nervousness right where like I know what's coming there's nothing to be weirded out about but I'm still like I don't know what's coming ooh it's like <laughs> yeah you do yeah you do yeah you do and I just and still but then yeah. that one what I wish I would do more is I I wish I'd have enjoyed it more yeah because I was kind of caught off with the I can't wait till it starts and then I can't wait till it's over. Totally. As opposed to, you know, kind of F it. Whatever happens, happens. I don't care if I get injured. I don't care if I die. I don't care what, what happens. <gasps> oh, my just God. Just, like, just experience it. Have, like, really, okay. like. Yeah. That, and that's, I, I'm not a roller coaster guy, but I love that, uh, the Incredicoaster. I love it. At, um. Yeah, California Adventure. At California Adventure. I love that thing. Not this year, though. That, get Think Again. That Incredicoaster, it was, uh. It's great. I think it might be giving Space Mountain a run for its money, but I'm weird like that. What about when a relative or a parent calls you at an odd hour or late at night? Never think it's bad. You would never think it no, was bad? I, never, I've, I've, I rarely have ever gotten that call. And, yeah, you haven't. Um, have you? Not really, but I will say if I saw that my dad was calling me like late at night... I would kind of feel even same with my mom, I guess, or any sibling or relative. I'd be like, "Hmm, what's going on?" Right, right. You know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think 
Yeah, I don't think that would really tip me off, you know what I mean? <laughs> I don't think that would tip me. T- tip me. That wouldn't give me a you tip. You mentioned dentist. Mm-hmm. I have no problem going, getting my teeth cleaned, getting it all figured out, getting x-rayed. Like, I've never, ever been nervous to go to the dentist. Mm-hmm. I've always been okay with it. I'm kind of grateful for that. Right. Are you kind of more nervous to go? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. What about it makes you nervous? I think Is that, it a vulnerability thing? I think that when I was younger, uh-huh. I had a not so good dentist Got when I was it. a kid. Yeah. And someone that was very aggressive and smelled really bad. And it was just really? a, oh yeah, I remember I remember, I remember being aggressive and getting like, you know, like punched in the arm. It should be like, the opposite of that. Punched that, in the arm. Yeah, like like a playful like, hey, you oh, know, oh. hey kid. And like a little punch in the arm and it was like Slugger. And it was like ow. And it's like stuff like just a little Ew, weird. A couple little moments like that and then because honestly my orthodontist, mm. uh Dr. White um he was great you know when i think about all this stuff he was always like so what color would you like your braces you know because they put the (laughs) they put like the rubber you can change the color and he was always like do you like the seahawks and i'm like i don't know it's like i can make them seahawk colors oh that's cute it's halloween do you want them to be black and orange oh i remember that you know just dumb stuff he was how old were you when you had making him sound like he's like almost like a like eeyore yeah he's like hello everybody it's dr (laughs) phil now the longer i do this in my dentist was dr phil yeah i'm crying (laughs) wait how old were you when you had braces oh man see that's good trivia right there like nine ten uh yeah guess what i had them two separate times a lot of people do fourth grade and then like early high school a lot of people do hey that that invisalign is is the truth i would have done that i think i'd probably be a good candidate for that too there you go back in the day so (laughs) I'll do one more. Let's see. When someone asks you, when are you going to get married or when are you going to have kids? Did that ever make you... Was that more of a pet peeve? Oh, there's the timer. (laughs) Was that more of a pet peeve? Was that more of a pet peeve for you or was it more of a... It made you kind of clam up situation when people would ask you when we were getting married. No, I think that I actually kind of liked it. I kind of liked it Mm -hmm. uh, talking about the idea of getting married or having kids. And to this day, I still really never it never bugged you when someone would ask when we were getting married like years ago. There was a time. Uh huh. Before we were engaged, where we would get the "Wow, you guys have been together a long time. Right. When are you gonna do?" And and what's kind of interesting is that period of time and how easily people were saying stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's like, where are those people now? When you are <laughs> in like a relationship, like now that we're married, it's like, oh, so what? It, what happened? How do you feel now? Who cares? <laughs> so nobody, cares. nobody cares. Who gives a rip? Nobody okay. cares. Hey. Wait, <laughs> I, I think I've talked about this on the show. When you're engaged and every time you go out to eat, you're like, yeah, we just got engaged. And they're like, oh, wow, congratulations. Here's a free dessert on the house. You know, oh, oh we just got married. Oh, wow, you're newlyweds. Here's every, the penthouse. Honey, we're, we're on the honey. We're at the honeymoon. Oh, let, let's upgrade them first class. It's like there's no reward or high five for, yeah, we've been married for 10 years and we have three kids. And uh, like, great. Good for you. Get we, in line. We, have, we have three jobs between the two of us okay it's like you're kind of pissing me off 
It doesn't really get celebratory again until like your 50th wedding anniversary, right? But does it? Yeah, it does. That's a big deal. Um, no, it I'm, does. I, I assume it should. But it does. I'm, what I'm saying is like there's no substitute for right. the engagement or newly married excitement except for right. the new parent. New but parent, it's like having a baby. pregnant. And, and this is me talking out of my ass because I'm not a parent. I know. And I'm, I hopefully will be in the future, right? But having like a teenager, is that easier or harder than having like a newborn? And it's two very different things that you're equally responsible my for. My parents the other night, well, they, I know they've said this before, but they said that they've loved every stage equally for different reasons. And that totally makes sense because it's right. like a, a human that you created with someone that you love unconditionally and you watch them go through all the stages of life together, that's pretty insane. It's trippy. Yeah. It's, hard, it's weird to think about it, like like the Russian doll situation. What was the main situation. question? Uh, who knows? <laughs> oh, it was do you get nervous when people ask when we'd have kids or whatever. Right. And the short answer for me is no, but where are they now? <laughs> because guess what? The people asking you that are like, oh, you should probably do this. You should probably do that. Once you do it, they really don't like keep tabs on you like, right. hey, and here's that bonus. How's, hey, how's that marriage going? I was wondering about yeah, five like, years ago. No, nobody cares. <laughs> and, and the days might be long, but the years go by very quickly. And hey, if someone's asking you that or you're feeling pressured, just remember that. Just remember what we're saying. I mean, it, it, it's so inconsequential. Oh, never, never do anything because somebody else told you. I to think. Do it. Well, yeah. Like. Yeah. Especially something like marriage. I think a lot but, of people do. Right. This is semi-related, but today, July 20th, is the day that Bargles and I met in person for the first time. Hey. 15 years ago. Right. Wait. Fi- do you want to wrap 15, your head around 16, that? 15. 15. 1-5. We wow. met in 05. So we are only two years away from knowing each other for you anyway yeah knowing each other longer than not knowing each yes. other wow it's also our friend melissa's birthday and that marks our anniversary, is what Mel- i call melissa it. melissa c shout out to melissa c ain't she great ain't she ain't she great you know what i like about her is uh everything <laughs> Hope Lola's doing good. Is that a callback to that's a, a dog? Callback. Is that yeah, an actual yeah, that's, fact? That's a fact. That's, that's, a, a fact. that's a Melissa C. fact on the All About It show. You heard it here. She's uh, a dog <laughs> with, named Lola. Love it. So what we're going to do next is I've got a little story about when I was the most nervous in my life. Oh, is this? It affected me physically. Was this perhaps a story that includes or has a piece of you at a talent show no but good guess that is a good story that's a horrible guess no it's not close at all i'm gonna stop guessing (laughs) and uh, i think that you can take it from here (laughs) (laughs) okay so when i was 25 years old I entered a contest on Instagram, and this was in 2014, so hold on to your bridges. What was the entrance of the contest like? Like, how did you enter the contest? All you had to do was hashtag three pictures, 
with hashtag Grandmaster. Three in-feed pictures posted. Already posted or new photos. I went back and hashtagged three photos that I thought were my best representation of me as a photographer. Hashtag Grandmaster. And this was a contest put on by Netflix, as in the streaming service that we all know and love, right? So at the time, their biggest hits were Orange is the New Black, what else? House of Cards. Right. Those were the big shows. Those were the big shows back then. Right. And they didn't. They had a a social media presence, but it was really ramping up. This was when they only had like 200,000-ish followers at the time. And they ended up picking three people to go take pictures all over the country that represent different Netflix titles. Like someone's gonna go to the East Coast to go shoot uh, a scene, like a scene where Forrest Gump was shot, and then they were gonna use all these pictures for their social media outlets and other things. Right. So, I entered. I got an email back saying they narrowed it down to either thirty or fifty people, and we had like a photo challenge to turn in within days. And I, when I got that first email, I was like, "Whoa." Didn't expect that at all. That's crazy. Like, I'm getting this email, essentially a callback, to keep going. And I had to recreate a scene from a Netflix show. My favorite Netflix show at the time was Orange is the New Black. And so I recreated a still image of that, of my sister, like, in a car. (laughs) Oh, my God. I I wish I had the picture. What a ridiculous thing for them to have you do as part of like the process. I don't think so. so I think funny. that that's I think that's a great thing to have you do because you have to be quick on your feet. You creative, have to be creative and make them laugh, do something strange or right. smart. Or so you cool. have to set yourself apart because we're talking like I don't know forty people here that are turning in submissions, right? Right. Right. So that happened. I turn it in. A few days go by, and I get an email saying that I've been narrowed down to the last 10 people. And at this point, I'm like, what if this actually happens? I'm in the running. You're officially in the running. I think tens of thousands of people initially hashtagged their photos. So at this point, I'm like, okay, this is getting serious, and I'm getting a tummy ache. Like, for real. I was so nervous my body started to feel feelings for the for for which part the the interview or that you were moving further along in the process moving further along and knowing that there was a phone interview coming the phone there was a phone interview coming that's it the morning before that phone interview i was sick i was actually sick i remember my body reacts physically to nervousness like really 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 bad uh, maybe a physical anxiety, some people would call it. Uh, that's a very real thing. Very, Your body's so very excited because you're about to win, baby. Well, you're about to win. About you're about to win big. <laughs> <laughs> so I had my phone interview with with uh, someone who I ended up, you know, following on Instagram. And to this day, it's like crazy, crazy how it all happens. But so I talked to her. It goes really well. I get off the phone and I'm like, holy crap, this is like getting real, right? And then I'm pretty sure I had my first Skype call with a producer type guy. And 
I was the most nervous for that. So ramping up the physical nervousness, physical anxiety, it was really intense. And then I got an email saying, okay, we're going to do one last uh, video call interview type thing. Are you available on this day? It's the only day we can have you do it. And it just so happened to be a day that I was shooting a wedding at the time on a Saturday. That's right. And I texted the bride and I was like, hey, I've got this really, really important interview. I have to be on a video call. I'm just going to use my phone. It's It's like 10 minutes, literally. They told me it would be about 10 minutes. And she was really, really understanding. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be when we're getting ready. Like, I know you'll get all the shots you need for us. And we trust you. And we want to support you. And she was great about it. And the day comes... I get on my call and it was a call where they told me that I got the job and I instantly burst into tears while you were shooting a wedding. while I was shooting a wedding and still had like six hours of work to do. I had a ton of work left to do and it was kind of fun because when I came out of the guest room that I was in oh, after they told me, such a high now. I and come now- out and they're all looking at me like, how did it go? And I was like, I got the job. And so all these bridesmaids and all these people were like excited for me. And I was like, no, 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 it's not my day. I felt so like, no, 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 it's, you know, it's not, <laughs> I don't want you to be too excited for me because it's like not my day. But, um, my parents ended up being at that wedding, so I got to tell them in person right away, and it was just really, really, really exciting. But the ner- the nervous feelings that came with that interview process, I've never, ever felt more nervous. And I'm sure some of you can relate, but that's my grandmaster story. And then two weeks later, I started traveling with them where'd you end up going i went to the east coast for two weeks by myself it was the first time i'd run a car by myself i got to boston late at night and drove a rental car through downtown boston i still can't believe you did that oh (laughs) they had a documentary crew meet me in new york city and they mic'd me up for three days straight and had me do all these scenes and stuff where is that footage Come on, Netflix. I know. They, I think... Where's the Ariel Vey show? What are you doing? <laughs> You're sitting on something? I think of how differently I would have not reacted, but how diff- I carry myself so, much, so differently now. Like the, What, the confidence or like the oh, self? Yeah. It's not even confidence. Because like for me, I always thought that confidence was like having all the good qualities. And so you're just like confident right but it's really like a self-assuredness of like no matter how things go everything's gonna be okay and i'm okay with whatever happens i read something during that time that was something to the effect of nervousness is your anticipation of success or feeling nervous is your body's anticipation of success or something like that I'll have to find the real quote and put it on our Instagram because it's really good. And when you read it, you're like, that makes so much sense because it's such a buildup. And then the relief that comes with <laughs> the nervous feeling when it's over. Right. The weight that's lifted, it feel you feel like a million bucks. Right. It's oh, kinda, my God. It's kind of like when you make plans with somebody and then they cancel. Right. No, I'm kidding. That's like... <laughs> 
That's me. Well, and then the the thing I wanted to kind of leave that off with was that Netflix gig led to so many things that made me feel nervous again. Right. But I had more confidence because I knew that they wanted me. I knew that they wa- they were picking me for a reason and they, they wanted me to be there. And I think that reigns so true when you are getting on a call or you are being interviewed. You know, they chose you to be there. They're asking you to come and you should feel the confidence that they want you there. Right. Right. Like it goes both ways. Instead of like they have the thing that you want, it's almost tricking your mind in some cases to really believe that you both have something that the other person wants equally. Right. So like they should be just as nervous. Yeah. You know, at, to, to be with around you, which might sound a little... Well, so... Maybe that's getting a little bit too there, far. There is a point I wanted to make. I had to photograph multiple celebrities. Yikes. And... I was with you on one of those. I, you guys, <laughs> the first time... It was time, a little... Well, the first yeah. time I had to do that, you weren't with me. I got to... This was incredible. I'm so grateful for this opportunity. I got to go on set of Orange is the New Black when they were filming season two, I think, I want to say. And I was literally in the jail set in Brooklyn. And I was, you know, behind the cameras with all the producers and sound people and hair and makeup. And it was so cool. But I then had to, <laughs> I had to take pictures of probably, I don't know, a fourth of the cast really quickly and then one person in particular. Um, and then later on, I came back to do a few things in L.A. where I got to take pictures of Jane Fonda and Chelsea Handler and Laura Prepon. And those were, you know, just a few. And I just, Fargles We was, still have the chair that they sat on. Yeah, we call it the Jane Fonda stool. Right. Because <laughs> a lot of there are some butts, there are some butts that have been on that chair. Yeah, so Vargas is with it's like me. It's a twelve dollar hunk of junk from IKEA. <laughs> from IKEA, he knows how nervous I was for that. But I, yeah. ha- I had a feeling that I would feel a little bit better than doing Grandmaster. But it was still nerve wracking. I mean, we weren't as legends. nervous when we shot the Stranger Things kids. Oh, that minute. was that. And, that was yeah. my third thing with them, and this was all in LA, and I just. At that point, I was like, okay, I got this, and our setup was better. Everything about it was more more put together and polished, and I got to take pictures of uh, Netflix stars with Netflix dogs. Taking pictures of the Stranger Things kids was so fun. It's trippy. So, so, so now fun. seeing, like, what they're doing now, and it's like, in that moment, it was right when they were on the crest. Oh, they were... Oh, it was right at the very, very beginning. Season right, one picture? hadn't even premiered No, no, it yet. did. It did. Or picture did? right when season one premiered. It was literally weeks after season one premiered. I hadn't seen it yet. I hadn't seen it yet either. It was out, though. It was out. But I hadn't seen it yet. And I met Millie Bobby Brown, and I was thinking to myself, and like, some other cat, some this other. girl is so polished and wonderful. Right. And all of their moms were so sweet. She was like so getting, sweet. she was trying to like learn people's names that were unrelated to yeah. like the She's so photo shoot. Mo- like she was very like, hello, how are you kind of person. She's so cute. And right. then, yeah, the other boy, the boys were so funny too. I'll have to throw up some of those pictures on our Instagram. I should have been nervous 
then. I wasn't. I should have been nervous when I was put into a green room by myself and then the cast of Nick Cage came in. I should have been nervous that they wanted to take a seat and there wasn't enough chairs for everyone, but I was in a chair. I should have been nervous then and been like, I should get my ass out of this chair. But instead, they just all sat around me and then like Viola Davis or something was in the corner. I am crying. Standing and like telling a story. And like a guy, a guy told a really funny story and I laughed. And I was the only person that laughed at the punchline of his joke. But it was kind of like a pop, 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 pop. And like, you know, just. Oh my God. It was as if I was a fly on the wall. I was a Clay Aiken in that moment right. where they, I literally was not acknowledged. Right. And I think that. I'm, I'm thankful that I wasn't. Yeah. Because if I was acknowledged, then I think I would have been nervous. So you were in the green, green room alone because I was out taking pictures on stage right. of a panel full of Netflix dogs, which was hilarious and very well put together. One of the best jobs ever. One of the best. Ever. It was so... So I would say that my most nervous moments are the ones that are really like... Uh, life-changing crazy career I wouldn't say it changed my career necessarily but it definitely gave me the confidence to do bigger things and go for more things I would say but other than that being on stage as a kid I was always super nervous and then once it was over I was like I could do that again you know as you say that one of the most nervous experiences of my life was playing basketball when I was a kid really I didn't get nervous playing baseball because there's such a big team you're in you know they stick you out in right field and you just kind of you could play the whole game go up to bat once hang out you just said basketball is it basketball I'm 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 talking about baseball here oh okay so with baseball you could be in right field and like not see any action right and barely hit the ball but (laughs) with with soccer, I also felt like the team was big enough. And I we were, I was on a pretty good soccer team. I was the worst person on the team. But they didn't have me be goalie, which is there's some pressure there. And I wasn't one of, like, the strikers or scorers or whatever. So I'm in the back. Again, don't have to do much. But basketball, I always felt like I had to, like, perform and, like, really mm, play for yeah. some reason. And so I'd get stomach aches. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting, uh, yeah, most improved player every year yeah which is their way of saying you're the worst again because you should only get the most improved the one time but when they give it to you the second time it's like wow i was that bad i've been the most improved twice and i'm still the worst i got hardest worker at my surf camp yeah same same (laughs) same difference (laughs) only that might even be worse than most improved most improved sounds like you improved hardest worker is like well at least she's you know you're here you show up think about hardest worker think oh, about I that can't even, so, especially you especially, yeah no you're totally right i, I am love it. i am shaking at that that's so funny we all have oh our we God. all have our skeletons well, in the closet <laughs> i'm i'm slowly uh realizing that feeling nervous has a little bit to do with your confidence right or or really just what's the outcome right what's the outcome and and like I people like, like knowing what's gonna happen. Like I said, I've probably we're like I have a hard time finding things in my recent life that I feel nervous about. It's like, oh well, you don't put yourself in a position to feel nervous, and maybe that's true. But it, I also feel like no, I do. I just don't get nervous because there's no yeah. there's no outcome that's going to take me off of my feet. That's a really special perspective though. Not a lot of people feel that way. Like what can you can't do anything to me. I have nothing to prove to anyone. 
You know what I mean? That's confidence. Well, it still seems like a, a stranger to me. Hmm. But. Yeah, I, yeah, I know that. What's the, what's, I know. What is the worst case scenario? I play that game. What's right. the worst case scenario here? I love it when we play that game, like for, for work stuff. The worst and, case scenario yeah. is totally like. Fine. Bu- you can live another day right. with the worst case scenario. Right. So, I mean, I don't want to be too glib and we have it pretty good. But at the same time, I feel like I feel like no matter what life throws and life is going to throw life has thrown at us challenges. We've overcome them and we have more coming, baby. And you know what? Bring them all on. You know what? Who gives a rip? You're not going to (laughs) knock me down. Doesn't matter how big the waves get. I will prevail. I also wanted to add before we wrap it up that if you are on the verge of starting something new or you've been thinking about putting yourself out there maybe more in a public way, or you're wondering what people will think of your idea, anything along those lines. Love it. We encourage you to just take that leap forever and always. Sure. And if you ever have any questions or want to talk to somebody about it. Bada bing, bada boom. We are here for you. Oh, I didn't know that's where you're going with that. Yeah. (laughs) Solicitation, folks. All about it podcast at gmail.com or hit us up in the DMs at All About It Podcast and we are we're here for you to talk about anything. Love it. Another friendly reminder. Beth LaShiever, we're looking at you. Did you end up listening to the whole show or did you quit at the beginning? <laughs> She's like, Yes, I won. You won the print. <laughs> uh will our people get in touch with your yeah, people? Uh, we'll, if you don't have any people, we'll get in touch with you. Uh we we also don't have people. So Yeah, we don't. It's just us. We'll hit you up in the DMs, don't you worry. So our people will talk to your people. Yeah, yeah. We'll hit you up in the DMs, let you know what the choices are. There's it's a multiple choice. It's a multiple choice. choice. Don't you like the multiple choices? Yes. We're like Baskin and Robin. I can't wait to see what she picks. Okay. So we're going to wrap it up. Thank you so much for listening. And we appreciate you so much. Thank you to everyone who's leaving reviews and ratings. It really means a lot to us. It's true. And uh, stick the landing. Yeah, stick. Hey, gymnasts, stick the landing. Okay. (laughs) Until next time. Bye, you guys. Bye. 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 Bye.